Welcome to the L Daily Podcast, aka the EDP. On the L Daily Podcast, we talk about all things that inspire and elevate our lives. I'm your host, Ellen Roars, and you can call me L. You can call me L. You know, if you were there yesterday, you heard me try to sing Paul Simon's song. We'll leave it to Paul Simon. Um, hopefully, your ears have already adjusted from my tune jingle or out of tune jingle, I should say. So if you're new and just tuning in, thank you. I will let you know I'm figuring out the days that I plan to post on the podcast. Uh, You're hearing from me more this week just because it's a little bit of a down week and I'm trying to get practiced and kind of get used to this whole platform. But most days it'll just be us. And on my favorite days, I will bring an inspirational guest on. When it is just us, it'll be an inspirational quote, affirmation, and discussion to follow. And those monthly days that I'm bringing on a guest, it'll probably be them that we're getting that inspiration from. When I introduce them, you'll know exactly why I've brought them onto the channel and you'll see how they can inspire you as well. So I'm looking forward to that. Yesterday, I introduced the concept a little bit of essentialism. It's a good word. Basically, how can we choose what is right or essential and let the rest follow? The non-essential pursuits can keep us from what we are truly here to do. So what would you do if you could do anything? Is that what you are doing now? Is that what you're pursuing now? Maybe you're worried about what others think. Well then, focus on Hamlet saying, to thy known self be true. I love that. And I think it is so true. Really focus on your heart's desires. So going back to the book, Greg McCohen, The Disciplined Pursuit of Less. It really discusses more of who you are, getting to the nitty gritty of who you are, and finding your sense of mission in life. Today's quote that I picked, I actually wrote it myself, start now, optimize later. I mean, it's not my quote, but to me it makes sense. It's a bit of an oxymoron of what we just talked about, but don't be afraid to start. Whatever it is that you want to start, start now, and you can always figure out and fine tune as you go. So here's your affirmation. I have the power, intelligence, ability, and grit to achieve any goal. And know that, that can give you the confidence to know that, you know what, anything I set my mind to, you know, little bits at a time, right? So we'll go back to that book uh, by Greg, Discipline Pursuit of Less. Less is more. I I really love the concept. I love the book. Check it out if you haven't. But today what I want to do is just summarize the difference between a non-essentialist and an essentialist. So what would an essentialist or non-essentialist, that's a tough word to say, essentialist think? How do they think? How do they act? What do they do? And what do they get? What are the benefits from each? So here we go. Let me put my glasses on for this one. Um, Yes. All right. So an essentialist and a non-essentialist. Here we go. How would they think? Your non-essentialist is going to try to be all things to all people, which I can tell you I have been there many days in my life. I want to do all things, right? I'm a people pleaser. But the older I get, the more I'm trying to be less of a people pleaser. So again, the non-essentialist is I want to be all all things to all people. I have to. It's all important. How can I fix? How can I fix it? Right? Whereas an essentialist is going to say less but better, is doing less, but it's better because you're doing less, right? You can really focus that way. So I choose to do this. Only a few things really matter. And what are the trade-offs? So if I do this, what will happen if I don't do that? So that's just the way they're gonna be thinking. A non-essentialist, how do they do things? What are they doing? A non-essential, this is so hard for me to say these words. I gotta slow down. (laughs) A non-essentialist 
is more, you know, the undisciplined pursuit of more. So you're trying to do so much, but you can't really get that laser focus. They react to all that is pressing. Here's a great example from my my life that I have I've implemented this recently and I love it. So the inboxes continually come in, right? You can be working on a PowerPoint, you can be working on, for me, I do a lot of quotes, um, budget grids and such, but I can be working on something important and then all these emails will start to come through and sometimes I get distracted and go to those. Yes, if I'm waiting on an important email, totally fine to go to that, but most of the time you're just better off to focus on the task at hand and go to those emails later, right? The the multitasker in me wants to do, 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 but you're better off just focusing on that one bit. So a non-essentialist will react to all. They will say yes even before thinking, which I have been so guilty of. And then they basically will try to force that execution at the last moment, which maybe that's the procrastinator in me. Wow, have I been known to do that? So what do I need to do to become more of an essentialist? Well, be more disciplined in the pursuit of less. So pause to discern what really matters. That's number one. Um, what else can we do to be more essential or focus on the essential bit? Say no to everything except for the essential. And then remove any obstacles that will get in your way. So there you go back to that email. You know what, if it's an email that you can address later, address it later. Remove it till you get to your true goal. And then what are the benefits? So. What are the benefits of being an essentialist? And then we'll go to the negatives of the non-essential side. And they're pretty obvious, but I'm gonna state them because sometimes stating the obvious is important. So as an essentialist, you are going to find that you're living a life that really matters. You get to choose carefully and, and get the work done, right? You feel in control, so much more in control. And you get the right things done, which I already alluded to. And you get to experience the joy in the journey. If you are a non-essentialist, here's some of the negatives. Maybe it's not as satisfying that way. You're maybe taking on too much. Your work suffers. You're feeling overwhelmed. You feel out of control. And you're not even sure if you're getting the right things done, right? We've all been there. Sometimes you're just overwhelmed, exhausted, and it's just hard to focus. So give it a try. Try to be more of an essentialist. I know that's going to be one of my things that I focus on this year as I'm creating as I'm developing me as a a whole, as a person. So yeah, something to consider. And what you'll see is as I continue through these podcasts, I'll start to bring things that tie together to just become more inspired. And the idea of this is really to be able to take inspired action. So when you really find out what is your true passion, your desire, that's when it gets good and that's when you can take that inspired action so whatever you're doing maybe take a a look at is this what i want to do is this really where i'm happiest um and i know there's certain things that we have to do just to do them right but day to day my goal is to really focus on doing things that i love and that inspire me so that is how you truly elevate your life and be the best version of yourself so sending you all so much love and inspiration And until next time, we'll see you later. Bye.